I want to welcome you to the Quality Christian Living Podcast. I am your host, David Friend. Today we're continuing our series dealing with success, prosperity, and abundant living. It's one that I'm very excited about. I have had a lot of interest in and people are talking to me during the week and communicating with me and I really believe God has something intended for us. Today though in this podcast, it's called What is Prospering to You? Now in this podcast, we will discover the secret to living with plenty or in need. I will address why the word prosperity is sometimes misunderstood. And I will explain what I believe the Lord is saying when he talks about prosperity. I believe God loves prosperity. And we're going to see how the word of God presents prosperity for Christians. And also look at how do we define prosperity in our walk with God. So there's a lot of stuff we're going to cover. But before we do, we need to pray and ask for the Holy Spirit's direction. Heavenly Father, I thank you once again for the opportunity I have to bring this podcast at this time to those who are listening in. I pray now that you would bless it and that you would anoint it. And I invite the Holy Spirit to come in in a very special way today and guide and direct me through this. these notes that I have and the things I've worked on and prayed about and the scriptures I've looked up. I need you to help me through all of them so that it will hit the mark. It will touch the lives of those who are listening in. And I pray now that the Holy Spirit would move in a very special way as we surrender everything to you. I pray that you would take complete control of my thoughts, my comments, and those people who are listening in today, that you would touch their hearts to receive what this message, what this podcast is intended to do for them. Father, I pray you would bless them, that you would prosper them in all things, that they would be in good health and prosper even as their soul prospers. I thank you for it now. Give you the praise. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You know, I'm really excited about this podcast. One reason is I want to know how you feel about what prosperity or prospering means to you. What what does success mean to you? What does abundant living mean to you? So this podcast is really to examine those things and help all of us get a better understanding of how the Lord looks at it, how we should look at it, and how we can explain it to other people. Now, as a pastor, I would often meet with a lot of church members, and they needed help, various types of help for a trial they were going through or a challenge that they were facing. Things like a business problem or a marital problem or a parenting problem. It might be a health issue or it could have been a financial issue. Whatever it was, they needed help. And sometimes they would come in, they look kind of down and kind of discouraged, a little depressed and they would say something like pastor have lost everything and they were referring to a loss of maybe something in their life maybe it was a house or something or maybe it was a car or maybe it was their business was in trouble and they referred to the comment that they've lost everything now often I would tell them that everything we have is our relationship with Jesus Christ he's our Lord and he's our Savior and he is everything and I would try to help them with their particular trial that they were going through because I know that it was difficult for them it was a challenge for them I don't take light when someone is going through a great challenge in their life, but we can't refer to everything when it comes to our relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, the point that I'm making is that we cannot lose everything when we lose a possession, like a car or a home or a business or a job or something like that, because Jesus is our everything. He is our reason to to have any type of success in our life or any prosperity in our life or any kind of abundant living. He's the one that said, I want you to give life, give you life and have you live it more abundantly. See, the Apostle Paul helps us when it comes to understanding this issue of prospering or prosperity. He gives us some powerful scriptures and he wants us to understand how to handle success or failure or prosperity or having lack 
or abundance, or maybe having little. Let's read what the Apostle Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 4, verse 11, maybe 12 and 13 in the New International Version. I'm going to read this a little slower than usual because I want you to kind of salivate on it. I want you to kind of take it in and kind of think about what Paul is saying. If you're going through a challenge or a trial in your life, and you're trying to work things out and turn things around, and maybe you have felt that you've kind of lost everything. Well, that's not what we should say if we're followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. All right, let's move on. Philippians chapter 4, verses 11 through 13 in the New International Version. You know, just as I looked at it in the Word of God, I noticed that verse 10 is one. We really should say that first before I get into this. Philippians chapter 4, verse 10. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you have renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you have been concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. Verse 11 now. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. Whether we are well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do everything through him who gives me strength. Now, that is such a wonderful scripture, and I know you've probably heard it many times, but I want to comment about that for a little bit because a lot of people struggle. We all do. We've all had our serious trials and challenges. I certainly have in business and as a pastor and in health issues and things of that nature. But the thing we got to remember is that God is constant and he never changes. We change. Our life changes. Things move from one thing to another thing. They'll have a good day, a bad day, that type of thing. But in reality, Paul's trying to tell us here that as we go through those things, we can anchor our thoughts in Jesus Christ. We can put all of our confidence and all of our trust in Jesus Christ. We can believe that he is our source for everything. We can believe that he is everything we should ever want or even desire in life. These words, when Paul's talking in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 11 and 12, it's just amazing how how it hits at home today. You know, these words were written a couple thousand years ago, and yet Paul's speaking them out today, and, that, and they're so relevant today. This They relate to our own lives. He says here, I know what it is to be in need. See, he, he was in prison when he wrote this. He knows what it is to be in need. He knows the challenges of life. He says, and I know what it is to have plenty, because he was very successful. He was a tent maker. He had had good finances and he was doing well, but he gave all that up in order to move into ministry. And then even in ministry, there are times when people blessed him so much, they gave him the finances he needed and maybe even gave him more than he was looking for so that he could share it with other people. So Paul knew what it was like to have need. He also knew what it was like to have plenty. And he says, he said, I've learned the secret of being content and in, in any and every situation. Well, that is so crucial because we need to be content regardless of what we're going through. We cannot allow our circumstances to rob us of our faith because that's what happens a lot of times. People will get into a difficult situation. I know what it's like. I've been told that I had incurable cancer. I've been told that my kidneys were failing and I was going to die from that. I know what it's like to lose friends and family members and lose my mom and dad as they passed on. We all have those trials, but we can learn to be confident in the Lord, not in ourself, not in our ability, not in our wisdom, not in our finances, but we can be confident and have trust and total trust and confidence in Jesus Christ who will take us through everything because then Paul wraps us up and he says, he says, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do everything through him who gives me strength. You know, one day I was talking to a Christian, a relatively new Christian. He says, boy, I like that scripture that says I can do anything. And I said, well, that's, there's a little more to it than that. And he said, oh, no, no, scripture just says that I can do everything. So we pulled it out and I showed it to him. I said, through him who gives me strength, that's Jesus. 
Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, gives us strength, gives us confidence, gives us comfort, and we can do anything through Jesus Christ. Now, when it comes to talking about prosperity and possessions and things of that nature, we all know that, you know, possessions are not always prosperity and and prosperity is not always possessions. So let's get into that. We also know that prosperity is far more than just our possessions. Now, the reason I've dedicated this podcast to the word prospering is to help all Christians understand it is a good word. We must never forget what John wrote about in 3 John, 3 John chapter 1 and verse 2 in the New King James Version. I like that translation the best. Beloved, he says, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. John knew what it was like also to suffer and then to have his needs met. He knew what it was like to to be loved by people and what it was like to be hated by people. And yet he understood that one of the last words he wanted to write in his life was to bless us and say that we should prosper and be in good health even as our soul prospers. That's becoming one of my absolute all-time favorite scriptures because it's so comforting to people. I pray that a lot of times over people. when they come up with a need or a challenge or when they come up to the front to have prayer after the church service, I like to pray that over them because I want them to believe that God wants to bless them and take it through any situation that they're dealing through. So let me give you a few more scriptures about our topic on prosperity or prospering. And I'll make them kind of quick because I don't want to just spend all my time just reading scriptures today, although you can't go wrong reading scriptures. In Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 22, it says this, the blessings of the Lord makes rich and he adds no sorrow to it. Now we're talking about prospering. So that means there has to be some kind of a blessing coming upon us. And it says the blessings of the Lord makes us rich. Now, rich may be finances. It just may be being at peace. It simply it may be putting things together and helping us heal relationships with people. It might be that we're living in good health. Rich has an awful lot of ways to define it. I always think of my dad when I think about the word rich or prosperity or success. My dad never made a whole lot of money in his entire life. He never knew what it was like to make more than 20 thousand dollars in one entire year and now they pay people who work for hamburger places you know 15 to 18 to 20 thousand dollars a year to work for them and so my dad knew didn't know what it was like to have any financial success that way but you know it's interesting he basically when he retired his house was paid off his cars were paid off they vacationed they traveled because he did the best that he could with what he had and he had the blessings of the Lord and it made him rich in his spirit and it and it never added any sorrow to him because he was the happiest go lucky guy you would ever want to meet he loved all four of his kids exactly the same. Now, not all four of his kids loved him exactly the same, but that didn't change the fact that he was going to be faithful to his kids, faithful to his God, faithful to his wife, and love everyone equally. All right, let's move on to Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 18, and listen to these words. You shall remember the Lord your God. Okay, we got to stop right there. We got to remember whatever we're going through, whether it's good, bad, or whatever it might be, we've got to remember the Lord. Always remember. Put him involved with things. Get him involved in our conversations, in our prayer time, in, in what we're going through. Invite God to be a part of that because we must remember him regardless of what we're facing. It says, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth. Wow, I wasn't thinking about wealth when I thought about just remembering God, but that's what this scripture says. And then it also says that he may confirm his covenant that he swore to your fathers as it is this day. What he was saying was he was blessing Abraham, and so the blessing of Abraham would fall forward, would go forward and be on the people of God. And so, you know, when you receive a blessing, 
blessing, a financial blessing, or a spiritual blessing, or a comforting blessing, or maybe better health, or maybe it's just a marriage that was in trouble and now things are going well and you've worked things out and you're staying together. And praise the Lord for that. When that happens, that's a blessing that God promised us. And it started all the way back with Abraham when God promised to bless the people of Abraham. And a lot of times I don't think Christians realize that when God said there'd be a blessing upon Abraham and his people and the nations, that that blessing applies to us as believers in Jesus Christ later on, because that blessing that God gave to him will flow through all the followers of the Lord Jesus Christ and those who believe that God is our source of strength for everything. So, but just just accept this fact. We are living underneath blessings and those blessings, part of them, come from the life of Abraham. And when you read the Bible, remember the Old Testament is a vital part of the Bible. Some people say, well, I don't read the Old Testament anymore because it doesn't talk about Jesus. Well, it does talk about Jesus. Throughout the Older Testament or the Old Testament, there's references and talking about the Messiah and that's Jesus. And so you can't just simply serve God and read half the Bible and read just the New Testament. We need to read the Old Testament and the New Testament and they go together. They were meant to go together and they complement each other and it shows the blessing of God that come forth to his people. Now in um, Psalm 118.25, here's another good scripture. It says, save us, we pray, O Lord. Well, that's that's a nice statement. Nothing wrong with that one. O Lord, we pray, give us success. Now, the reason I chose that scripture is because I talked to a guy the other day and he said, well, you know, the, the word success is nowhere in the Bible. You can't find it anywhere in the Bible. Well, I, I know that in certain translations, you can't find the word success, but you, you see the words that define people who are prospering and being blessed and being blessed of the Lord and their receiving success was a very good thing. Now, in Genesis chapter 24 and verse 12, the word says, Lord God of my master Abraham, he prayed, give me success today and show kindness to my master Abraham. And then in Genesis 24, 40, it says, he said to me, the Lord before whom I have walked will send his angel with you and make your journey a success. And it goes in Joshua chapter 1 and verse 7, above all, be strong and very courageous and to be careful to observe the whole instructions my servant Moses commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left so that you will have success in whatever you do. I could go on and on and on and I'm not going to do that. But I have approximately 55 references in the Word of God through various translations using the word success. So I believe that it's a proper word to use and we shouldn't run from it. Now I'll talk about in future podcasts when success is improper and when success is proper. But let's be sure we understand that God allows the use of the word success in multiple places throughout the Word of God. So that's one of the reasons I'm talking about this whole series on success, prospering or prosperity, and abundant living. Okay, let's move on. Why did the Lord put so many scriptures in his word on success, prosperity, and abundance? Well, I believe he did it to show us how much he loves us and wants us to experience these things in our life. Another reason for all of that attention on the topics, on these particular topics, is because God knew that his creation would be challenged and that they needed 
to experience success, prosperity, and abundance to know that these were blessings that came from him. Another reason I believe there's so much reference to this in the Word of God is that because God loves us so very much that he wants to provide the proper and improper issues with these things in our life. He knows that that finances will be good for some people and very difficult for others. He knew that that having success would be would cause some people to be jealous and would cause some other people to just be happy for people and their successes. So God gives multiple references and scriptures dealing with these issues and the proper use of these things in our life. And as we go through this series on these topics, we're going to be getting into each and every one of them in order to give clarification to help people know how to deal with it when people talk to you about it inside the church and outside the church. Now let me just say something that's very important when we're dealing with the issue of success or receiving something from God or being blessed by God or the promises of God. For every promise that he made and every blessing that he's given us or plans to give us, God provides a word of caution. The word of caution is a condition to the promise. That's very important to understand. Now, here are some examples. I've got a couple scriptures. Let me read them to you. In the book of Matthew, chapter 7 and verse 7, in the New International Version, it says this, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open to you. So, filled with promises, but filled with conditions. It says, ask, and it'll be given. So, therefore, we must ask. That's the condition. And then the promise is that it'll be given to us. And then it said, seek. That's the condition. And you will find that's the promise. It says, knock. That's the condition. And the promise is the door will be open to us. So, if we ask, God will bless. If we seek him, God will bless. If we desire his will in our life, then God will bless us. Now, the thing we need to understand about blessings and promises of God is that the only promises that God can give us are those things that line up according to his will and his purpose for us in our life. If we're asking for crazy things, then God has no obligation to take care of that need. It could be that if we're asking for a 747 jet airliner so we can fly our family around the world, I'm not so sure that's something that God wants to provide for us because it's going to cause a lot of problems. Now, that's an extreme example, but bottom line, God's promises and his gifts and the success he wants to put in our life is filled with conditions. Let me read another scripture. This is written in the book of James in chapter 1, verses 5 and 6 in the New International Version. Let's just take this slowly so we can really draw something out of it. If any of you lacks wisdom, okay, that's what he's giving instructions. That's something he wants to bless us with. You should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. And it will be given to you, verse 6, but when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. Well, here's another scripture. That's another scripture that gives us the condition and the blessing. It starts off by saying, if any of you lack wisdom, that's something that we want, that's a blessing we want or something that we're asking from God, he simply says, you should ask God and he'll give generously to us. So therefore, the condition is that we must seek God. We must ask God. And the blessing or the promise or the success or the abundant living is God gives generously to all without finding fault. There's going to, he's not going to come up against us. And, it, and it, when it says, and it shall be given to you, it's important. We need to understand that God wants to give us things. He wants to bless us. He wants so much to pour out his blessings upon people. Now, I've said this many times from the pulpit when I was pastoring a church for so many years. I would be preaching on something. I'm not sure what a topic would be, but sometimes the Holy Spirit would tell me, stop here and give an ex- 
give an example or an illustration of God wanting to bless us. And I kind of referred to the fact that God, I believe, is in heaven with this gigantic bushel barrel basket of blessing that he wants to pour out on people. And I believe he's looking over the earth for people who are faithful and godly and righteous and seeking him. Not perfect people, but people who really want God to bless them in their life and then wants to do the right things with those blessings. And I believe God's going around with this huge bucket of blessings that he wants to pour out upon you. And so why don't you just close your eyes right now, If you're, unless you're driving, I don't want you to close your eyes, but if you're listening to this podcast, why don't you just close your eyes as I pray for you and ask God to pour out a blessing on you. Father, I thank you for the opportunity I have right now to bring this prayer to you, Lord, on behalf of those who are listening in. I'm sure, Lord, there's people out there that need a blessing. They may need their house payment made this month. They may need a car that's breaking down to be fixed. They just they may need guidance and direction in the area of who they should spend time with or the relationships that they should have and the relationships they should not have. Or they're struggling at work or maybe it's a health issue. But Lord, whatever it is right now for those, Father, who are listening in, I pray, Lord, that you would send a blessing from heaven over these people, that you would pour some of that blessing onto them now. And I speak life and hope and prosperity into every person that's listening into this podcast right now. I pray, Lord, that you would bless them beyond anything they can imagine or even think, Father. And I pray, Lord, that you would set them free, Lord, from the bondage of maybe challenges in their life or give them a financial blessing to meet that need or touch them physically and heal their body in the name of Jesus. But I believe, God, you want to bless and you do bless and you love and appreciate people who ask you and seek you for guidance and direction. Lord, your word tells us that if we want more of you, then we should seek more of you, Father. Your word tells us that when we seek and when we ask that you will pour out a blessing for us, Lord. So I claim that right now, and I pray that you pour out a blessing for people listening in. And I believe the Holy Spirit's telling me to add to this prayer, there's people that need favor at work. There's people who need favor with maybe their their in-laws, people, maybe there's challenges in that family. I pray favor would be poured upon them, Father, and you would even make the enemies of these people to be at peace with them, Lord. That's prosperity. That's success. That's abundant living. I thank you for it. I just believe, Lord, something very special is happening in the lives of those who are listening to this podcast today. I bless them and keep them, Father, and shine your face upon them, we pray. I ask these things now in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. As you can probably tell, I hadn't planned that in this podcast, but I believe the Holy Spirit interrupted me there so that I would pray that prayer of blessing over you and that success and prosperity and abundance would flow into your life. Now, let me just kind of wrap this podcast up with some comments. I believe that one of the most important points of success, prosperity, and abundance is how we define them in our daily walk with God, our Father. The reason I say that is because I want to know, I'll never be able to hear it from you unless you email me or unless you send something to me or Facebook or wherever it might be, but I want to know what you think about prosperity. How would you define it in your own life? You know, these three words mean different things to each of us. When I was a a banker and I was not a Christian at the time, I thought success was something that maybe Christians just didn't want in their life, didn't want to have. And so it kept me from becoming a Christian for a while because I thought that if I became a Christian, I'd have to lose lose my desire and my drive and my ambition, my desire to have a nice home and those kinds of things. And that was just simply a lie, I believe, from the pit of hell because that's not what God wants us to have. 
I believe that the devil himself was trying to keep me from becoming a Christian by making me think that Christians cannot be successful, they cannot prosper, and they cannot live abundantly. But when I got into the Word of God, I found that that's just not true. God wants Christians to be successful. He wants them to prosper. He wants them to live abundantly. He encourages it, and he loves those words. But like I said earlier, there's words of caution that we need to understand. You know, it wasn't until after I became a follower of Jesus Christ that I became aware that how much money I had had little to do with whether I was successful, prospering, or living abundantly. You know, I said all of this to ask you to define these three words in your walk with God. Let me ask you all of them. Right now, I want you to think about this. The words success, prosperity, and abundance. Do they keep God first in your life? When you think about those things, are you always putting God first? Because that's crucial. That's absolutely a must. When you think about these three things, do we live in peace? If you're not in peace, then these issues, these words are things that you should avoid. You see, because God doesn't want you to seek success, prosperity, and abundance. He wants you to seek Him. He wants all of us to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things shall be added unto us. That's found in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33. When we think about these words, do we trust God to bring the right things into our life and keep the things that should not be in our life, keep them away? For some people, success and prosperity financially can be devastating for them because they're not prepared spiritually to deal with this. And we'll be talking about that in the next uh, podcast coming up and right after this particular one. Do we avoid being jealous of what others have when it comes to these three items, success, prosperity, and abundance? And if so, we need to pray to ask God to take away that jealousy and to remove it from our life. Now, there's an old saying in the secular world. It says something like this, I've been rich and I've been poor, but rich is better. Well, as a Christian, we must understand that serving God with our talents and desiring his will in our life is success. It's being wealthy, it's being rich, it's prospering, and it's living abundantly. By the way, we can serve God when we experience these things in our life, but we have to have things set up properly, spiritually, in order to be ready to deal with these issues in our life. All right, I think this is going to end this podcast. I'm running out of time, so I just want to close this with a short word of prayer. Father, thank you once again for the opportunity I've had to bring this podcast at this time to these individuals. I pray now that you would bless them. And I thank you, God, for the opportunity I've had. And I'll give you praise, Father, for the upcoming podcast, Lord, where we're going to deal with issues. I think that'll help people understand, have the proper balance in these things in our life. I thank you for it now and give you praise. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I want to encourage you to come to our next podcast. The title of it is, and I kind of referred to it a little bit here at the end of this podcast. The title is, How Spiritual Prosperity Brings Financial Prosperity. That's a very important message. It's one that's crucial. I would love to see you encourage your friends or family members, those people that you know that maybe have questions about success and prosperity and things like that. And I believe the Lord has given me a special podcast teaching on that subject so we'll keep things in proper balance and understand what true blessings and true prosperity that comes from the Lord, what it's really all about. Now, if you'd like to know more about Quality Christian Living Podcast, I would encourage you to go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you go there, the first page, the front page that comes up, you'll see right on the cover page, a link to my podcast. If you'd like to know more about Quality Christian Living, then you can pull up that link. And there's this is the 246th podcast in the series. It's taken a little over two years. And there are many topics on 
on finances, on generosity, on spiritual living, on faith, on miracles, on the gifts of the Spirit, the manifestations of the Holy Spirit, on what true prosperity really is and true riches really are. There's a lot of topics we've covered. I even have from time to time messages for our veterans, and I'll be doing that this coming Veterans Day also and take a few podcasts to share some thoughts with our veterans. So a lot of topics and things you might find interesting. If you'd like to know more about me as an individual, when you you can scroll down to the next page on my webpage and you'll see a list of several books that I've written dealing with finances, dealing with veteran issues, dealing with faith, and I would hope they'd be a blessing to you. Before I wrap this up, I'd like to give you a couple little teasers, a couple of things we're going to address in the next podcast on how spiritual prosperity brings financial prosperity. We're going to discuss the keys to spiritual prosperity. We're going to look at several scriptures designed to keep us seeking spirituality and then receive back success, prosperity, and abundant living. That podcast coming up will explain the difference between spiritual prosperity and financial prosperity. So I'm looking forward to it, and I hope that you would invite some of your friends to to listen in with us. I'm going to wrap this up right now, and I thank you once again for listening to Quality Christian Living. i just close with these thoughts. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So until next time, may God richly bless you. May you receive the desires of your heart as long as those desires line up according to the will of God and his promises for you and also for his desire to bless you. I want to thank you once again for listening in to Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. This was podcast number 246. Thank you once again for listening in.